0: Hey, this is Mike from 424 Recording reminding you to help keep this podcast mattress ad free by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash 424recording. Now you can watch full video episodes of the podcast only on Patreon. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to Analog Thoughts in a Digital World, a podcast from 424 Recording about creativity and the pursuit of the artistic life. My co-host this season is Jason from Painted Blonde Tapes. Every other week, we're asking questions about creativity and discussing our answers. We're also making recommendations at the end of each episode about anything we're listening to, reading, watching, etc. If you want to see full video episodes of the podcast, become a patron at patreon.com slash 424recording.
1: But you're, you're, I think you're skirting the, the big question. All right, ask, or, ask me one that, more
0: time, ask me one more time. I'm just, I'm just like first. treading here.
1: The uh, yeah, the music for you, does music pop up first, or do like, uh, do you write words? Like, do you come up with like, like lyrical and like melodies um, in your head, and then you go figure it out? Like, no, I
0: would say, I mean, I would say more than half the time, the music comes first. Yeah, uh, and then the words kind of almost are discovered through the process of making the music. Um, But I I, I don't know I feel like for me it just never works When I like sit down and I'm like The cat jumped over the wall And then I (laughs) went down the street And found my baseball I don't know I feel like that never works for me Like writing It never never feels like um, It feels like force for some reason Yeah But like sometimes it's like the music And then you uh, like hear a line And then I can work off of that or something Uh, I know Well, so I don't know if this relates but i feel like it's so like the rapper warrior poet jay-z uh i heard i read this thing about him and it and or i think rick rubin was talking about it in some i think when they're recording uh i can't think of the song With one of the more recent songs they did together uh i think 99 problems actually i think is the one i'm thinking of and he was talking about how he sort of doesn't write anything down and he's just is like sort of writing it and rehearsing it in his in his head. And uh-huh. like something wow. along the lines of, I may be paraphrasing this incorrectly, but like something about the process of like writing it down, like almost ruins it uh, for him in particular. So like he's able to just do everything pretty much in his head. And then it's also helpful for when you're like, you get to know your material better as well, because you're not com- like writing it down. You're kind of through the repetition of, of rapping or singing it, I guess. Yeah. I can um, see that. I, 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 yeah, so I gotta. I'll, I'll have to. Maybe I'll link that in the show notes. But I thought that was. I thought that was really interesting because I feel like the the point of me bringing that up was that I feel like there is something strange. At least, I guess for me and Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, wow! Yeah. Yeah, I just said that. Um, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I just. I think. I think. The, I think um, that's really on point In terms of uh, This sounds like Anyway You um, gotta he, roll with it At this point I think he's Sorry. right I think he's right um, I think when you Commit something to To paper Or or if you try to like I think it just Becomes forced And it's It's like Doesn't seem like A natural process To the process of like Singing and And, and writing Like lyrics I don't know
1: Yeah I That's interesting I just like I have such a terrible memory like, that I would, if if I lose it, like, you know, like, I know that there's like schools of thought, like, where, like, well, if it, it's a really good idea or it's a really good song, if you, you'll remember you it, you know, it, you'll remember it. And, like, you know, like, I would, oh, I I would totally, I think that's his, I, would totally I think lose that's it. A,
0: big, a big point of that process, actually. Thanks, thanks for, <laughs> for bringing that up. Hey, you yeah, must have, you must have I'm seen that, that video too. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's actually another big part of it is like, if it's if it's really good you'll remember it but if you have a bad memory then i guess that doesn't really apply yeah um
1: yeah so i don't know but that's yeah that's interesting that you would say even maybe like uh you're kind of half and half on uh music first versus lyrics first or i mean or maybe that would
0: be a good series for the channel like trying to write lyrics um and then fitting them to the music i i mean i I don't know. I just feel like, as even as somebody who's like studied writing and and you know, as a yeah. writer, like I, I don't know. I, I, for some reason, that just doesn't. It never it never seems to translate, or it, it always feels like fake or something. I, I don't know. Just in my personal process, like. I, I,
1: yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever successfully like I feel like written a it's song like, that started with like me writing a poem or exactly, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. like, and like, I think like what I would fall into the trap of is like possibly doing, like, a similar vocal melody, like, all the time, I think, you know, that might happen, uh, if I'm trying to start with, uh, it'd be just sort of the same idea, <laughs> like, yeah. all the time, but,
0: but that's good, yeah. that means that that's, like, a, to you, I mean, that's memorable, and that it's, it's worth, uh, you know, remembering, and, and
1: maybe, yeah, maybe if I write that one, that one song with my, uh, that, that one vocal melody, and then be done with it, and never try this <laughs> This process again. <laughs> that way it's not repeating all the time.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. But, just like tap it out. Yeah. Get it out of there. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what what not, is it for you then? Like more than the, uh, definitely the music first?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like these days, like a lot of it's like I have a beat up silvertone guitar that I jam with in the living room with the kids. Like even like during the day, whenever I'm working um, with the preschoolers and i mean they'll be jamming on their ukuleles and their keyboards and stuff and and um and half the time i'm you know like coming up with like at least like uh, the music part and i'm sure the songs are like about hot dogs or something at that point but you know like and uh but yeah we'll we'll jam it out and we'll figure out the chord the chords and then i'll come back to it later that's awesome but I mean I'll totally open up the the phone and get like a voice memo or whatever. You got like so a Shel Silverstein
0: it. thing going on over there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, totally. But um Well I mean I yeah, feel like so that brings always,
0: up like an interesting point is like you're saying like the song's about like hot dogs, right? But I somebody was I used to I used to sweat the lyrics a lot and then like close friends of mine have literally told me that and I don't know if this is the same for you, but, I mean, I, I love listening to lyrics. I love, like, lyrical content, like, especially, like, Steve Malchemist or Courtney uh, Bar- Barnett.
1: Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You
0: know, I feel like that's, like, that's some really advanced lyric writing. But some people don't even listen to lyrics. They just listen to this, the melodies.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, like, right in the middle. Because, like, I appreciate people like that that, like, can cram in a lot of, like, a lot of words. Like, I think, like, um, what's her name? Eleanor Friedberg from, like, Fiery Furnaces was Mm. always, like, really good about that. Like, being, like, crazy with lyrics and, like, and you would, like, look at the lyric books and it was almost like a book itself, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, but at the same time, like... Um, like a lot of the times, like I don't care, like what you know, what what it's about or whatever or what the words are, unless it's just like god awful. <laughs> well, it's I don't like know. um, it's I, such a weird weird thing.
0: I feel Like I feel like Waves, the band Waves, is a good example. Like songs are really I think they're the they're good songs, but the lyrics are like atrocious in in my mind. Like some of the stuff yeah, that is like, I don't know. So it's was like Weezer too. It's like yeah, like the newer stuff. It's like it's not even about like I don't even understand where the lyrics are coming from. But it's but they're still like really well done songs. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, like I don't want to hate the on them, but like well it's like well, I
0: guess.
1: I, well, I feel like he is really formulaic in the way that he writes. Like, and I, and I hate to rag on him, but I mean, you can go listen to the song exploder that he did, and he talks about like literally putting on somebody else's song. And like playing like the power chords to it, and then writing a song over those Basically, power chords, yeah. and like, and I thought like it was a really weird episode, <laughs> like because like I thought the, he was kind, because of, like was,
0: does he have multiple episodes on that podcast? Oh,
1: I don't know, I don't know, maybe. What, like, do you remember what song it was that he's talking about? Is it the I one that's no like idea. the two
0: the two people's names? It's like yeah, a, maybe. Guy, yeah. I thought yeah, there was some interesting like, stuff in that podcast though too, like. Like he was talking about, uh, I think I was talking about this in a video coming up about like using a capo. And he, he was talking about how, like, there's some pretty good tips about, you know, instead of singing a melody, like play it on guitar. And instead of um, playing guitar, like sing it. Yeah. You know, and, and like.
1: Yeah. You know, I found that interesting. Yeah. But, but there, were like, there were like some aspects I don't where remember, he was like, talking about. Sorry.
0: No, no. Yeah. No, I don't remember the part that you were referencing.
1: Yeah, go back because I was almost like, is he was he plagiarizing the song? <laughs> it was like what I was well, that's thinking. like you know? um,
0: like one of the one of the big songs on Blue album is basically a Pixies song, but like it's just like oh, reversed. Really? <laughs> yeah, like if you listen to like the chords. <laughs> oh okay. It's like literally uh, um, like one of the big Pixies hits, but the chords are just are backwards. Just ref- yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: like um, but he he talks about like. You know, getting up in the morning and doing this like uh, writing exercise where you write like three, uh, three pages of like whatever comes out. But then he like would go in and put it in some sort of um, oh yeah like I document. That was insane, yeah. Like that, yeah. And like he like goes in there and picks out stuff like according to syllables. Like that just seems like I don't know, copy and paste sort of. And I don't know, I'm getting off on a like anti-leser <laughs> sort of tangent here, but like. Yeah, it just uh, it just like doesn't seem genuine at yeah. times.
0: No, I agree, man. I think I think it, I think it goes along with the topic of like words and music, and that almost gets to a point of, but but I feel like that's kind of just shows you like his his approach to it is is like very mathematical maybe or something. Yeah. And yeah. It's like I feel like he, at this point he's, I mean, obviously, you know, like Pinkerton was like probably the last artistic thing they ever did, and then. You know, green album is the beginning yeah. of the the real mess market. Well, kind of like yeah. I'm just gonna write songs that people, I think people will like. So it's kind of like kind of feeding the monster. I think at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah. Poor Weezer, R.I.P.
0: <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Weezer. Uh, man, I feel like. Oh man, did I really? Uh, I didn't compare myself to Jay Z, right? I just kind of said, like.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That was like, there must have been a dream or something.
0: Okay, cool. Cool. Um, I just feel like, I don't know, there's something about me tonight is just bringing out this like strange side that, uh, whatever, I'm not going to think about it.
1: It's perfect for a podcast. So yeah. keep going.
0: Cool. Um, so I guess this is kind of perfect. Somehow we, we do this very perfectly on these episodes, but. Segueing into my question because my buddy dan emailed me dan what's up if you're out there uh dan was on the podcast too i think like episode seven um dan tarnowski uh we worked on an art book together uh, a few years back uh, it was like an art book and i did, wrote some essays and it was called on lives um but anyway so dan uh was emailing me about he was asking me questions regarding to writing um And people he knows that, you know, kind of go to, go to college, they want to get the degree and then like figure out some sort of manuscript to write that's, has like mass market appeal. And then like, they just want to be able to like publish something and make a bunch of money from their art. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of segues from the Weezer, you know, conversation of like, you know, making something for art and doing it, you know, for fun, but then also, but now you're. Feeling like, well, what if I can just like monetize this and make a bunch of money off it? So, I guess my question for you maybe is, have you ever tried to aim for like a mass market appeal with your stuff, or is it just like for you or for fun, or like just general thoughts on the the topic of? Yeah, like, like I'm what?
1: gonna like shut this down now.
0: Shut it down. <laughs>
1: But no, I mean like the, just like the things that like I'm generally interested in, like music wise and like art wise, like they just don't have that appeal to people, you know? And like, and it's just like, it's never like entered my mind like that. I mean, that I would even be able to, I don't know, sell more than like a hundred copies of an album or something like that. Just because I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm proud of the stuff that i made but it's not for everybody and i recognize that especially like whenever you get into like doing stuff like recording on tape and Mm -hmm. doing noisier things yeah
0: it's very niche
1: but like you know like starting this yeah totally niche but like starting the label which is also like super niche like you know there's all these um bands out there that are doing this like um i don't know what is it like vaporwave and like all these like all these new like crazy subgenres of subgenres like chill wave and like low the low five beats and stuff and you know and I get approached here and there by people that make that kind of music um and I think like, you know like I've thought like oh I could probably do this and then like sell out of the tapes you know and then like fund the next tape like um but it just like it wouldn't feel right <laughs> you know cuz it's just like not my style of music and like it, it doesn't like line up with like what I've done before as far as the bands I've put out so far.
0: Yeah. I think so. it's, I think it's a really weird way to create stuff. Honestly, like I could never picture going into something and being like, okay. Cause I, I remember like uh, my buddy Sean, he's like a filmmaker and he knew this guy at one point and uh, he just rubbed me the wrong way. And he was talking about how like, you know, his latest film was about, just something that was very like hip at the time or, you know, he was really trying to just tap into like a zeitgeist kind of thing. And it was like, why the fuck would you like, like want to make stuff like that? Like, I don't I just didn't really get like, unless that's really what you truly want to do. I mean, I guess more power to you, but I just, yeah. I mean, I feel like there are like like,
1: filmmakers that get into like this position where they can make these like blockbusters and then go make an indie film or whatever, you know? Uh, but this but was I like... Just, I would never be in that sort of position, you know?
0: No, but this this was like, yeah. Yeah, me, me either. But it was it was more just like, I want to create something. Now I'm going to do like a bunch of market research and like try to figure out what people want, like, and creating for like a mass audience. Like, I could just never picture going about gotcha. like my own personal art like that. Like, instead of doing yeah. the stuff I'm doing, being like, okay, what's what's like okay let's let me see if how i can like construct and like copy and paste together this like vaporwave hit or you know <laughs> I, I don't know let me start making like uh I, I don't even know like country music or whatever whatever is like like i can never picture being like okay i'm just gonna go for like what's popular like i feel like there's no there's no soul in that or something you know
1: absolutely yeah
0: like, it just turns my yeah. brain off, like, immediately as soon as I start thinking about that. It's, like, totally. super weird. And like I, So, I, I just thought it was weird because the way that Dan presented it was, like, he knows a few people that that's their goal out of school. And, I mean, I guess it makes sense. You're trying to make money with your artwork and your writing, but it just doesn't seem like... Yeah, sl- I mean,
1: that's, like, a kind of a hard thing. Like it's So, I think it's, like, kind of a hard thing for me to, you know, like, not... Pass judgment on somebody because since i don't like really make money off of you know i do it as a it's like a big passion project and i mean sure it would be amazing to make money off of this stuff oh yeah absolutely I, um absolutely. but maybe i need to be selling myself out a little bit more <laughs> maybe that's what i've come to here at the the end of this discussion Wait, i don't know if it's the end
0: but that's like yeah. the conclusion is like maybe maybe we'll maybe be,
1: i've been doing it wrong
0: right <laughs> But I I don't know. It's like I feel like it's like it kind of brings into like a, a question of like objectivity and subjectivity too. You know, it's like just because something has like a mass market appeal, like I don't know if that necessarily means that it's like objectively good.
1: Oh, I'm I'm sure it's objectively bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just, it's just. A, That's just yeah. kind of the way that I like look at like a lot of. I mean, a lot of uh, mainstream media, I guess, like television and film and music. It's yeah. I don't
0: so know. we we just need to. So the conclusion is then we just need to sell out more. We need to get some sponsors for the podcast.
1: That'd be. I mean, that would be one step in the right direction I think
0: yeah we, I mean we sh- we need to just not do a podcast about this like these esoteric discussions about <laughs> creativity and art and we need to just I don't know we need to make like a like a battle royale like Fortnite podcast or um I don't know maybe we should just do like a marvel podcast where we talk about all the marvel Mar- Marvel movies and why they're I'll do that
1: I'm on I'm on that yeah. although I'm, I'm behind on a few but uh
0: yeah, so if you're yeah. listening to this right now, thank you so much for checking out all these episodes. But we're going to be taking a left turn <laughs> into uh, a Marvel slash Fortnite uh, cent- centric podcast. So,
1: so should I recommend the? Uh, I just watched the Spider Man universe um, cartoon movie. What is that? Do you know it? Uh, um,
0: into the Spider Verse or something? Yeah, you know, is that I, it? Oh shit! Yeah, I, I just that. watched I just, that with just I just watched it
1: with uh, Camille with my daughter. Nice. How'd she like it, it? And it was. Oh, she loved it. And I thought it was pretty good as well. Cool. And cut. Marvel is done. And we're back to being whatever we are.
0: (laughs) Looking for a way to support Analog Thoughts? Check out Jason's cassette label, Painted Blonde Tapes, at paintedblonde.com and snag a copy of one of his releases.
1: Rex, I'm on it. I got a record. Speaking of Rex. Whoa, man, um, that is like. This is 12 by 12 inches, I think. Maybe it's bigger. Um, Anyway, um, so I'm recommending an older album, um, circa 2010, by Women. Did you ever hear this band, Women?
0: Yeah, I've I've heard of Um, them.
1: Yeah, they put out this, they put out like two albums, and and then they like sort of like just, imploded on stage i think really or something mm-hmm. yeah and then um and like i kind of had hoped like oh they'll they'll just like get back together at some point and um but then like the like the lead singer lead guitarist like passed away in his sleep Whoa. like I'm, I'm i don't know how long after like they had i think they were just like probably suffering from like being on tour and not making any money and like exhaustion set in and like they just all sort of like had it i think there are a couple of the guys in the band were in the band were brothers no i mean they're still brothers but like you know that that has to be like a recipe for some some good brawls i'm sure yeah but um but this second album um which is called uh public strain and um and they recorded it with uh chad van galen who i'm also a huge fan of and um, it's super noisy and um, uh, kind of like lo-fi-ish, although, yeah, I, think, I don't know what they record on, but I'm pretty sure it's recorded to tape, but it's a fantastic album. Um, it's uh, sad that that guy, uh, passed away hmm. and, uh, and that they never made, made more music.
0: What year did that come out again? Uh,
1: 2010.
0: Okay. So about, oh, wow, almost yeah. 10 years ago now.
1: Yeah. Like they put out, I think their first album was probably either like two thousand eight, two thousand nine or something like that and then they put this one out. Like both of them were recorded by Chad Van Galen up in Canada. Huh. And um, and one of my like regrets ever, like one of my biggest regrets is um is I had to play a show. Like I had scheduled I had a show scheduled to play in a basement and I on the same night that they were like playing in Madison oh. <laughs> like and so I totally like I was like oh I got this show and you know it's like I mean, it was a good show, but it, yeah, it wasn't worth missing out. So, yeah, shed a little tear for women. Check them out.
0: I'm definitely going to check that out. There'll be some, some listening tomorrow on my, my, my walk for the day. Nice. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm pumped to check that out. I do remember that band, and then I, I it's funny because I remember hearing about them, and then, yeah, they just kind of just seemed to f- fall off the face of the earth or something. Much Literally. like a lot of great bands. Great, <laughs> great.
1: <laughs> do you want to do you want to recommend me something this week?
0: I actually just finished. Uh, so I've been doing the books on tape thing, and that's pretty oh, fun. Oh yeah. Uh, and I got to recommend first off, I guess the Libby app, which is really cool. My buddy Tim turned me onto it. Basically, it hooks up with your library account, and you can rent uh, books from the library, uh, or you know, borrow them. Borrow books on tape, essentially.
1: It's a great app.
0: It's really yeah, really dope. Hashtag not sponsored. Though in the selling out vibe, we're definitely gonna have to get them <laughs> to sponsor the next few episodes. But yeah. I was listening to uh Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. I think it came that's out twenty eleven. Uh it was narrated oh, by Will now. Wheaton. Yeah, I didn't realize how new it was that new. It was funny. I thought it was a lot older than that. Um but uh yeah, Will Wheaton of like Star Trek fame. He's with, like the kid on uh, one of the things. <laughs> I don't know. He's like a big. He's a big Isn't guy fun. in like the. In like the. Uh, I feel like Comic Con like nerd scene, you know.
1: Like I'll take your word for it. No offense, nerds. Yeah, no offense. Oh, you.
0: yeah, I say that like endearingly. Um, yeah, totally. But he was he was a really good narrator and really great book. Um, I guess it's like a movie too. But my buddy Bill was telling me the movie is nothing like the book, so. Uh, but it was i think it oh, came it's out that's kind of a bummer yeah yeah i, I don't i'm no, i mean to i check remember seeing
1: out. the trailer for it like hmm. uh oh i should look at that um, after this
0: yeah
1: yeah like i remember seeing the trailer for it and i was sort of interested in it just because it seemed like uh it was done by steven spielberg right Yeah. and he was like referencing a lot of his like older movies like you see the delorean fly in from back to the future or something which is right well yeah cuz there's was pretty awesome. the whole
0: book is is it, it takes place uh there's like a essentially like a virtual reality world that everybody hangs out in because the regular world is just fucked and uh yeah but the guy who created it is just like a big geek and it's all about like a lot of 80s references and and um they're like in the in the basically in the in the simulation you can have pretty much anything you want in terms of you could have like an x-wing as like your ship and or you could have like a delorean or i think like the main character actually has a delorean that he drives at one point and so it's it's pretty interesting, and actually, Will Wheaton is is referenced in the book too, which is really fascinating. Oh, that's really funny. really cool for Will, but um, it was it was um, it was really cool. It was like all about escaping reality, and um, it, it posed a lot of interesting like philosophical philosophical questions about you know the real world versus the virtual world, and what's real, and people losing themselves and spending all their time in this virtual world, and. The I'm sure it worlds. already happens. Like yeah, it's it's like very poignant. I think for the yeah, it's a great book. I I, I re- really enjoyed listening to it.
1: Do you know how old the author is? Just out of curiosity.
0: I don't know. I feel like he's not. I want to say he's probably between thirty and forty. I don't think he's okay. terribly old. I mean, because
1: like if he's like referencing like all this stuff from the '80s, like it sounds like he's probably about like around our age.
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. I, I um I'm gonna look him up right now. I had never, like, obviously, I don't know. Oh, yeah, okay, so. Oh, he's 47, so that makes sense. He's he's born in 72, so it makes sense that he. Oh,
1: yeah, totally. He would have been, like, running he, around, like, you know, yeah, like totally soaking
0: all that stuff up in the mid-'80s. Dude, there's yeah. so many, like, um, references to, like, Dungeons and & Dragons and, um, yeah you know, like, all the arcade, all the old Atari games, arcade games, and. Yeah, it's just really cool. Like I honestly thought it was a much older book than it was. And I was like, "Man, this is like super uh like visionary." And then I was <laughs> like, "Oh, it was written like not that long ago." <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a cool book. It's definitely like a throwback and kind of like an 80s kind of book and um yeah, it just it was, I think it was it was it was a fun listen and a good just like it's not going to like I mean, it's like a bestseller, I guess, but it's it's not like it's not like high literature. I feel like it's not something that's like you have to like really think too much about. It's just kind of like a fun sci-fi book. I'm
1: gonna have to check it
0: out. Yeah, I've definitely definitely recommend it on your Libby app. If you like analog thoughts in the digital world, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. It's wonderful to hear what you're thinking and also a great way for new listeners to find us. You can also send us feedback about analog thoughts at 424recording at gmail.com. Connect with us on Instagram at 424recording and at Painted Blonde Tapes. Please join us next week. I'm Mike from 424recording. Thank you for listening and make sure you do something you want to do today, all right?